0: Welcome, True Believer readers, to another episode of Let's Read Spider-Man, and here's a man who can barely finish podcasting with me in 72 minutes, my super chatty friend, Eddie. How are you today, Eddie? I'm doing great. We have a very firm cutoff at 29
1: minutes and 59 seconds, let it be known, but my daughters do refer to me often
0: as the chit-chat man, so understandable that it could go longer. It's taken us 40 minutes to get to the first line of this podcast. Now, I am responsible for some of that as well. I mean, trust me. I'm well, not...
1: Longtime listeners are well aware that a very low percentage of what I say is important. There's a lot of
0: nonsense that comes out of my mouth. So, Eddie, do you know why, though, I, I asked about 72 minutes specifically? Um, is...
1: Uh, no, I don't, James B. Tell me.
0: Okay, well, it'll come up later on, and then when it comes up, it'll make more sense to... I'll be surprised. uh, ...our listeners, and and to you, which is exciting, too. Okay. So, uh, today we're going to split the summaries. Uh, You can do the first book, which is going to be The Amazing Spider-Man 137. That will sort of be our uh, our A book. And then our B book... We'll do a giant-sized Spider-Man as, for some reason, they started a bunch of giant-sized Spider-Mans all in 1974. <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking. Just I make more money. And, and they were having the Marvel team-ups appear with other people in them. But regardless, we're going to try to knock off those six as well to be as complete as possible. So um, without further ado from October of 1974, The Amazing Spider-Man 137, The Green Goblin Strikes, written by Jerry Conway, drawn by Ross Andrew, and inked by F. Yakoya and D. Hunt.
1: We open with the goblin attacking an Atomic Industries truck and stealing a small metal cylinder. There's a line not too long after this where Peter is taking off his costume. He's kind of mulling about town. And he says, "Uh, poor MJ having to deal with me as a manic depressant. Do we think Peter is manic depressant? And I think the the modern term would be bipolar, James B.
0: I wasn't sure if this is a throwaway line like... People will say like, well, you know, I got ADHD, you know, they throw it like, oh, I'm one of those people or Uh I didn't know if it was supposed to be real or not. So I thought it was a throwaway line. You think it could be real?
1: I don't think he has a lot of ups and downs, honestly. In fact, unfortunately, I I would cut the manic to part off that and just say, sorry, Peter, you're kind of depressing. (laughs) Uh, He's oftentimes a downer and an angry downer too when he is, uh, he's been more cheerful though. He's at least he's been actively trying to be more cheerful. I think so. I don't know. It, It probably is a throwaway line, but it got me thinking like, what is Peter's current psychological state? And, um, he's, he's trying, he's making an effort,
0: right? Yeah. His biggest problem is his memory these days, really.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Spidey can't find Harry Osborn, and so he eventually remembers to visit MJ in the hospital. There we see Joe Robbie, Jay Jonah, Flash, Gwen, and Aunt May. MJ is okay, but when Peter hears about the goblin on the radio, he departs.
0: Yeah, I wasn't really joking about his memory. Remember that he forgot that Doc Ock had extra arms, and now he's forgetting (laughs) to visit MJ in the hospital after last issue. He was... (laughs) Checking to see if she was alive and then, you know, called it on his own. Yeah, she's fine. Then left. But his concern for her seemed to be so non-existent last episode. But here, Joe Robbie and J. Jonah Jameson, they care about her so much that they're at the hospital?
1: I guess he's firmly ingrained in the Daily Bugle to the point where,
0: well, i how long has he worked there? They know his business. Jay Jonah Jameson could be there because he doesn't want Peter to quit. Well, like, yeah. So Jay Jonah Jameson makes a point of saying, like, hey, about that whole thing about you quitting, and then Peter, like, literally, physically brushes him off. Well, But Joe Robbie being there, that was a big stretch for me. I,
1: You know, there could be less altruism here. I, there could be... These guys could be here seemingly to see MJ, but really to get the scoop on why a bomb exploded at Peter Parker's place. Because, you know, that's why she's there. They... You know, this, it would be a clever play. They might be able to get the story first from MJ, exactly what happened. So, I,
0: I think he almost forgets that the, his place is blown up. Doesn't he say something he, like that? He too? does. He
1: swings yes. by his place. He's like, oh, that's right. My apartment exploded. <laughs> this, guy's, this guy's memory's terrible. terrible. Uh, right, well, tell us what happens next. After determining it was the goblin who robbed the truck, Spuddy swings to Norman Osborn's old, closed-down townhouse. There he attacks the green goblin but the goblin has created a traumatic triple jeopardy for Spidey. Uh, we we got to kind of talk out this trap because it's pretty complex.
0: Yeah. And uh, Eddie, I spent a solid 15 minutes trying to justify <laughs> how this trap could possibly be. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to convince you in a new segment I'd like to call So You're Saying There's a Chance. Because, Eddie, the listeners who don't understand what happened here, it says in the comic, 72 minutes later, Spider-Man has left the hospital and he's at the truck. And then from the truck, he sees the goblin, goes inside, and the goblin has set up three giant viewing panels. And in each panel is one of Spider-Man's closest, most personal... relationships (laughs) tranquilized tied up and sitting in a chair it's it's the potential new love of his life mary jane watson okay his oldest dearest person in his world aunt may okay all right of course and of course everyone knows peter parker and spider-man one thing they share is a deep love and of course, Harry knows this because Harry knows everything about him, a deep love for Flash Thompson. That's right. Flash is the third choice. All right. Well, okay. Oh, well, look, just, to, just to understand this all too, and there's a bomb, but there's only one bomb. It's a, it's not a Sophie's choice here. It's one bomb, and you just have to guess the person at the bomb is because he was only able to steal one, one deadly device. If Peter can determine which one it is, and get there within six minutes, he can save this person's life. Now, Eddie, I'm going to tell you how this all went down. Okay, help me out here. Seventy-two minutes. You ready? Here we go. And please agree with me if anything's possible, or disagree if of you course. don't think it's possible. Okay. Uh, you know, it's the you know innocent until proven guilty. Go all ahead. Right. Jesus. Seventy-two minutes. Here's what the goblin has to do. Harry flies out in his goblin glider and finds. Some dude's in a truck, and then he, using his newfound goblin powers, he could take out the people in the truck and steal their truck. Is that possible? Uh, Okay, all right, yes, yes. How much time do you think it takes, Harry, to steal a truck and throw the guys out of it and take over this truck?
1: I mean, this this could take less than 10 minutes,
0: probably. Excellent, okay. He's also going to need, I think, something like a, he needs a tranquilizer. Uh... (laughs) Uh, he's gonna swing by a veterinarian place and steal some heavy dose tranquilizers. Using his goblin powers, blasts right inside. Where are the tranquilizers? You know, and just takes them. All right, all right. I'm gonna
1: give him even more benefit of the doubt. I bet he's got a pumpkin, a pumpkin that could tranquilize something. He has
0: pumpkin here. tranquilizers. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> Save some time. Now, Aunt May happens to be leaving the hospital because she's she wants to tell Anna Watson that she checked in and MJ's okay. So she she's walking out, okay. And the Goblin, apparently, the pe- you tranquilizes her, grabs her, throws her into the van. How much time? No one, no one stopping him or calling the cops. Wow. Uh, I, I mean, this
1: should have to take. Less than a minute or two minutes. Really. Okay, great. So perfect timing. He sees
0: her. Okay. Okay. Um, he's in the. He's got to drive the van now, right? Oh, he's got no. He can get all three people into the van. <laughs> oh yes, that's true. They're all there. Okay. Okay. Continue. The problem is MJ's in a hospital bed in the hospital, and Flash is reading a newspaper in the waiting room, and he slash Thompson. So he goes into the window of the hospital. Knocks out the nurse and everybody with some kind of pumpkin bomb. And then just drags MJ out the window without being okay. detected. Now, wow. Harry has to carry MJ on the glider out the window. You can pull this off, right? Spider-Man has spider it. strength. Does Harry have the ability to carry MJ and, and fly on his glider? Wow. He has to just Probably. lower her to the ground. This
1: is... Ooh, this is a real stretch, James B. James B. It you could know, happen, though. You jury, could do in trouble. No, no, Maybe. no, but you
0: could do this. You could... Lowering, you're just going to go okay, straight okay. down. It's, all right. And she's she's probably lighter than him. Okay. I wouldn't
1: describe Harry as particularly muscular, but he just has we'll to give him the benefit her. of the He doubt. has to
0: support her as he lowers the glider down. Right. Right? Okay, okay, all right. After getting to her window, which she figures out where it is, throws in a pumpkin okay. bomb. How much time? Man, this this is at least... Five minutes, I'm going to say.
1: Okay. It's a dangerous downward
0: spiral. Hey, there. this is all working out be fine. be careful. Okay, so again, all right. Sounds Ten good. minutes, he steals a truck. He has the bombs ready. Swings by, gets Aunt May. and Then quickly goes up and takes out MJ in like five more minutes. So we're only 16 okay. minutes in.
1: <laughs> okay, all right. all
0: right. See, there's plenty of time.
1: I don't know how to get... I'm not exactly sure. I, so, flash runs to the window, peers out. Okay, and sees and the, MJ go into the truck.
0: The goblin swoops back up and grabs Flash from the window. So he's going to just... Harry just Harry's strong enough to just grab Flash Thompson from the window. Like, I'm taking you with me.
1: All right. Flash runs down to the truck to try to save MJ. Doesn't
0: tell anybody else. No police, no... no. He yells at the nurse J. on the way out. But they're all running outside.
1: He just happens to get there. He gets there soon. He gets there first. So he's got to make it
0: from whatever floor she was on. Down wherever Flash is, he gets another pumpkin bomb to the face. We need to speed this up a little bit. I'm sorry. Yes, listeners. But yes, yes, Wherever yes. he is, he has to get knocked out, taken by Harry into the truck as well. Then right, Harry's yes. going to drive them to three separate locations <laughs> that he's prearranged and put them in chairs. And then he's going to get back to his base. Right? 72 minutes. Sorry. Yeah, it can Sorry. be done. I'm
1: trying to stay away from my mic here because I'm laughing quite hard, James B. But you continue on. Eddie, this
0: is what the book does. The book just says, oh, by the way, even though you were just with them, look what I've done. <laughs> Eddie, right. it's spent, I spent right. so okay. much time trying to figure out how make this happened. That's why I said at the beginning, by the way, that I it takes you longer know. than 72 minutes I'll to make... do the podcast. You can barely do the podcast in 72 minutes. It's... Could you do this? All right. Eddie, this isn't even... This might not even be the craziest part of this I book. Would,
1: I would never challenge your numbers. Okay, well, thank you for playing. If you say it's possible, All
0: right. Thanks say for, it's possible. Thanks for the segment. So you're saying there's a chance. Listen, a chance. Uh, let's talk about how this book ends. Why don't you rush to All the right. ending and we'll talk All about right. that. After knocking
1: out Harry and seeking out extra webbing, Spidey finds Aunt May removes the bomb, and heads back to try and reason with Harry. Oh, man, now I'm thinking about the timeline for everything, James B. Uh, Anyways, Harry is mad with rage, and during the confrontation, Harry knocks himself out. Peter removes his costume, and medical personnel remove Harry from his townhouse, and we have a wild ending. James B., let's talk about this ending.
0: All right, why don't you tell us what Harry says and why
1: he's on the gurney, coming out, you know, into the ambulance, and he yells out, Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And uh, you know, Peter is right there, and he immediately starts sweating. Yeah, cops the cops right are there. Like, yeah, they're... yeah, they're like, That's a wild accusation, young man. You right. Know? How do you how do you know who Spider-Man is? And Harry points to himself and says, That's obvious, officer. I'm the green goblin. <laughs> to which they said, they say, uh, take him away, boys. Because Harry's Harry, I mean, he's gone mad. And it's a little sad at the end when he's like, that poor kid needs some help is what the police say. And Harry, and Peter's like, whatever I can give him, he's he's got. You see, officer, he's my friend.
0: Yeah, it makes it sound good, like he's going to flip the bill for it in some way too. He's like, I'll pay, yeah, I'll pay for he's the best doctor. Second or, Spider-Mobile or something like that. What a wild ending though. Yeah, it is a wild ending. But... Uh... You know, kind of an easy solution. The goblin always has these problems with his amnesia, so at least it's better than giving him an amnesia for the third True. time.
1: It's I, you know what I actually really enjoyed it um, compared to many endings we've had where like Peter Parker has been exposed, and it seems like people should figure out like that. Peter is Spider-Man in that instance. You know, I'm thinking like a chameleon being Peter Parker, even Doc Ock unmasking him forever ago, or uh, when all the criminal gangs uh, saw Spider-Man unmasked with his <laughs> Peter Parker mask. They should have had very high suspicion. But in this case, this seems very plausible to me. I mean, Harry is just, he look, he's depicted very crazy looking. It's, it's excellent illustrations for making him look really crazy. Big old goofy, crazy smile on his face. So I I would say, although we might have some trouble with the uh, triple jeopardy that he put Spider-Man into, this is very plausible and one of the best kind of semi-exposures
0: of Peter that we've read thus far. I agree. Now, you mentioned uh, gangs a moment ago. I did. Why don't we Take a moment and tell the listeners a little bit about our second book today, which features some some gangs, some special okay. kind of gangs. And we can uh, talk about both these issues again if we need to. From October of 1974, Giant Size
1: Spider-Man and Master of Kung Fu in Masterstroke. Writer Len
0: Wein, art by Ross Andrew, ink by Al Walgram. I said it was King Size 1. This is actually King Size 2. I, uh, it is, As you yes. pointed out earlier to me. Eddie, Spider-Man Stops a Robbery. Uh, but these thugs are using karate and nunchucks and throwing stars. He actually has a hard time with that. Uh, they say that they serve Shang-Chi and then they're all executed in their suits and they just die. They just, like, they're dead. Did you think there would be as much death in Amazing Spider-Man as there has been in this era?
1: You know, as a young man, I, I was not, you know, collecting comics in this, this vintage. But even as a uh, collecting later books, I feel Spider-Man should not be very gruesome. And this line that the author um, gives here, uh, the narrator and the ozone stench of smoldering flesh really sent me in a bad direction here. My skin crawling all over because it's five guys that have been electrocuted. Ooh, it's, it's it's so gruesome. And ever since we got Morbius, I'm not really down with this. I did not expect so much
0: death in Spider-Man. Well, we'll find out later. This death is really caused by the villain, the Fu Manchu, uh, Mm -hmm. a character we apparently would know from Shang-Chi if anyone was reading it during this Fists of Fury, The Way of the Dragon era. Um, Those are Bruce Lee movies, by the way. He is Shang-Chi's dad, and like in the movie, his enemy. Uh, Once again, the hero is misled as this time the thugs are dressed like Spidey fans and they tell Shang-Chi that they're a Spider-Man gang. So he believes that Spider-Man is the villain and Spider-Man believes Shang-Chi is the villain. Eddie, just too obvious to the heroes or is this believable? What do you think?
1: Well, there's quite a intricate ruse that happens here. Um, I, I don't know, James, but These the gang that is wearing Spider-Man...
0: Ish like masks. What do you think? I like that they're making an effort finally. Usually, our heroes are fighting each other for much dumber reasons like, Oh, I found a piece of ice, I'll go fight Iceman. You know, at least they're actively being tricked. So, but regardless of what we think, the heroes eventually fight and then they work it out. As Spider Man hears what Shang-Chi believes, and Spider Man just stops fighting. Uh, and takes a risk that Shang-Chi will do the same. Uh, once they're allied, they run into a friend of a friend. Uh, these are characters from the Shang-Chi book. I don't really know their names, or do I care enough to talk about them? And they're off to stop Fu Manchu, who's planning to use mass hypnosis, I think, to brainwash the world. We just discussed hypnosis <laughs> last issue. I'm just going to move on for a moment and wrap this up. <laughs> Go the, ahead, James at the, Yeah, at the top of the Empire State <laughs> Building, the heroes battle the villain's henchmen, uh, Fu Manchu, and... Any other named, like, henchmen, they all escape, and all the jabronis don't. Um, The heroes win, (laughs) they save the day, and, you know, everybody's mostly happy. And, again, much like a Marvel team-up, you know, the world can continue without any, like, oh, no, we killed this character, and Giants, no, no, everybody's fine. Just a bunch of no-names are gone. Everybody else is, is okay. What'd you think? Uh, well, I, I'll go back to this ruse that was pulled on
1: Spider-Man. Uh, you know, like I said, there's a whole gang that Fu Manchu has cleverly dressed in Spider-Man gang outfit, I guess. A gang outfit uh, where they got, like, Spider-Man's face on the chest of their They're, shirt and a Spider-Man was yeah, right? They, like,
0: they look like, cl- like fan club.
1: Yes, I really. it, I found it to be very confusing. Not only that, they were complete with... Well, I don't know why Spider-Man has a spider venom derivative dart that they shoot at uh, Cheng, Shang-Chi from a gun, but they have a web gun. So it, what an elaborate <laughs> ruse. Did
0: With you that see one, You know, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. Did you see that, you know, both Shang-Chi and Spider-Man are thinking about the other person and what they know about them? And Shang-Chi's yes. like, well, Spider-Man's been accused of, you know, he's committed these murders. And then, you know, the the Roy Thomas is like, well, of course, you know, we know that he didn't do these murders. And then Spider-Man's like, well, I heard that Shang-Chi killed this person. And the little comment said, like, yeah, he did that. But that was before he knew his dad was a villain or something like that. You're like, wait, <laughs> so he actually murdered somebody? So (laughs) it's,
1: it's pretty complex, uh, their whole relationship. And it's funny, I think at least two times, I know Spider-Man says, wait, I need to talk to you. And he's like, I'm not talking to you because you're a murderer and attack. And the fighting in this book, I didn't count up all the fighting panels, but I'm going to say like seven out of 10 panels is fighting in this giant size edition. Would you agree, James B?
0: Yeah, I actually thought this was, if I was a kid and I owned this book, I think I'd be happy with it. I think it's pretty good.
1: I think the best part is the whole book, through all the fights, uh, Shang-Chi is kind of narrating his thoughts at all times. Yes, like, it's with interest, Like pretty interesting things that he's saying, you know? Uh, like when he fights the thugs, he's like, their brains are the same as their skills, not existent
0: <laughs> and, and listeners, to be clear, Spider-Man is still doing his thing. He's talking and fighting the way he normally does. And then Shang-Chi also gets to think in the same panel, almost like he's a narrator, which is probably how he, he talks in his own book. So, yes, it's, it's a really nice effect. Because Spider-Man yeah. saying stupid things sometimes, and he's like, you know, Shang-Chi's like, oh, that was a good move by Spider-Man, or oh, why oh, at one point Spider-Man's talking, and he says something like, most, most people I fight are talking uh, because they are their ego or they think, you know, <laughs> yes, but Spider-Man's yes. actually distracting me with his talk, so it's effective, you know, it's like, yeah. and it's and Spider-Man's of course prattling on about his nonsense. <laughs> um, speaking of nonsense, Eddie, I think it's time that we uh, stop talking about. You know, this silly book for a moment and do something very important, and that is knock off our sponsor for the day. All right, I'm ready. I want to give people a more serious moment in our podcast. Uh, Eddie. Always. <laughs> sometimes people need a job during the holidays, and you know, here we are in June with National Egg Day tomorrow and Flag Day coming up. Um, and you know, the college kids on break, they might want to work and they might want to be a mover, but not know. everybody can be a mover. I mean, how many movers do we need? Do you agree? Uh,
1: you know (laughs) you only need one Spider-Man mover that's for sure but I don't know how many
0: I'm just saying you agree we don't need that many movers right oh 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 yeah we don't need too many movers right so Eddie if you're a strong fit person or not and you can't get a job as a mover what are you to do well I'll tell you what to do consider the growing field of karate thugs for triad bosses Eddie Karate triads from Frankenmuth to Tokyo need to get jobs done, big and small. And due to COVID, there's a shortage of trained karate nunchuck-wielding thugs, especially in 2002. And Eddie, just a quick aside for me, don't get me started on how few throwing stars are available. I'll tell you, that has been a big problem for me. But anyway, wonder if you're qualified? As long as you can climb a flight of stairs and can move decently fast, this is the job for you. What's that you say? You're not a black belt karate fighter? That's okay. It really doesn't matter. You'll get a special outfit, Eddie. It's really, really hot and will shock your opponents. And that could be enough. So don't be a stumble bum. Join the Karate Thugs for Triad Bosses today, open to residents aged 18 and older. Wearing electric shock outfits and fighting for triads could cause serious injuries. New hires cannot play possum against heroes. See our ad on the back of the 64 ounce bottles of big bald boss cream. Eddie, does this sound like something you would want to do this summer? And it's only for you because your daughters are not old enough.
1: So I, I, I could be hired in an electrical shock suit to
0: move things, right? You don't get hired in the suit. You would be able to wear the suit. Ah, You're not a mover, Eddie. You're able. A- Eddie, you're a karate thug for triad bosses. We'll give you the costume, apparently, and boom, you're out there on the job, big job, small job, you know, whatever you there's, want to do, but getting some money for National right. Egg Day. Uh,
1: <laughs> there's some on-the-job training here, right? They would teach me karate. Very valuable. Right? Yep. And Just do what I they would, say. And then if I defied the boss, though, uh, I might be
0: electrocuted. Is that what the way I understand this? I'm not sure you need to defy the boss to be electrocuted. You Let's <laughs> say that's a, that's a true, prerequisite true. of the, Sur- the characters in the like book. I was you, stepping in a puddle. I don't think that they were electrocuted because they stepped in a puddle. Do you think that's it, what happened to them They're when they're fighting Spider-Man? They're like, oh, I stepped in a puddle. It appears that. It does not appear they stepped in a puddle. No. So it appears that they did their job properly, I believe. And then that <laughs> is what it is. But don't worry about that part. So is this a... This a, seems dangerous, James B. Solid Maybe. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> all right. Well, since this is something that you disapprove of, I want to let you know that, uh, I disapprove of book 137. The ending of this book was so good, but I got to tell you that 72 minutes si- section, that even though I tried to make it work, that is so bad. I, you are a man of numbers, James B. I know this.
1: It it didn't bother me as much. I, I also could not understand it at all. They, had, they just needed one panel where it was like, Peter's upset, so he goes to bed for the night.
0: Right. up the next, the next day. next day, yes. That's
1: it, man. That's all we need. We just need one that day. Would
0: have, that would have been huge. That would have been huge. Eddie, but. if anybody else has a solution and they wanted to let us know what they came up with, well, where could they uh, write to us? You could read, you could email
1: us anytime at let's read at gmail.com
0: or you can find us on Twitter at let's read Spidey. (laughs) I'm James B joined by Eddie. And remember listeners, if uh, you say something that you regret and you want to try to get out of it, just yell, I'm the green goblin. And it undoes anything you said before that. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. I want to talk about why 137 is, is this bad. Eddie, I have read 138 now. I don't know if you have. Oh, I have not, no. So. Okay. This is what makes 137 so much worse. 138 makes no reference to the kidnapping of MJ or Flash oh, or Aunt May. They're right back to where they were. It's true. Wow. It's the the first the first panel of the next book. I know we don't do this, but first panel is he's sitting in his apartment, okay? Which is still blown up. Which is still blown up. Of course, he's not wearing his mask, but he's got his entire costume on. And his line is, three days without sleep, a battle with my ex friend who turns out to be the Green Goblin, and then this. I'd almost managed to forget, <laughs> of course he did, that my apartment's been dismo- <laughs> been demolished. <laughs> Thank you, world, for reminding me. Um, anything else that's not related to this try, you know, three-choice thing? Triple Jeopardy. Triple Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Is there anything else in these books that was interesting or was it all just those big things we're focusing on? So um,
1: I, You know, I, like I said, I, mm, I like the giant size. For being a book I thought I would not like because okay. it is an incredible amount of fighting. Um, the Shang-Chi narration uh, makes it much more interesting actually and he just it it's interesting to hear how they wrote his thought process and like the kind of way he talks it's like a very introspective uh, kind of you know what he's thinking about what's going on and here I, I think it's a rather clever way of putting a heavy making a heavy fighting book more interesting I guess you know by having all these extra words in there, so.
0: Yeah, and you know that I'm a little bit of a comic collector, seller. Yes, you, know, you are, yes. Yeah, so, so Shang-Chi has only wow. been around for less than a year. But oh. He hasn't even, he wasn't even, he didn't exist oh, in October it, of 73. He's brand, brand new. I, there's a lot of
1: information on Shang-Chi in this book. It made me interested in him, for sure.